Welcome to the Create with Katrina Julia show, my Fit Life Creation, where we talk all the themes on wellness, faith, marketing, business, and travel to create a life and business you love. I've been there, friend. I've walked from fear to faith, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, and bondage to freedom along with transformation in every area of my life. I'm right here with you, walking along on my own path to creating. So tune in so that you learn how to create a life and business you love, hands-on. Let's create it. on faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business already. Head on over to the blog, the podcast, and the freebies to jumpstart your transformation. If you're ready to dive into the online courses, the live events, or the retreat, and if you want to create with our community on an even deeper level, definitely check out our internships, our influencer collaborations, management, and brand engagement. Let's create it. How I got started in entrepreneurship, and it's not what you think. So I'm taking it way, way, way back, you guys, to childhood. Because there is so much to be said about how we are as children and co-creating from that space of limitless possibilities, joy, and enthusiasm in how we show up as adults while still quote-unquote adulting, but doing it from a space of joy and being very, very intentional about what you allow, invite, or accept. So how I got started as an entrepreneur is actually about as a five-year-old with a lemonade stand, then in Girl Scouts, and then babysitting and doing all kinds of odd stuff as an 11-year-old. So let's first dive deep into the experiences, and then I'm going to give insights into being like a child, and then our why and how to make it easy as, you know, both being a child, but also as an adult. So I remember living in this complex in Stanford Court in Houston, Texas, and having this bright idea to set up a lemonade stand and to make lemonade, to charge a quarter or 50 cents or a dollar and try an A-B test, different price points at different times of the day and different locations, whether it was on our block or at the pool on a sunny day. Likely you've guessed that I made the most money at the pool on a sunny day because I had a captive audience. So a couple things I want to say about that is one, I got the idea. Two, I acted on it or chose to create it. Three, I chose to show up in the ways that I had available to me. 
Okay. And then I chose to freely be myself and think of the ways that amazing people can show up and that I am going to attract amazing people because I'm amazing. And that's the thing that I want you guys to get is sometimes it's a matter, you know, especially as adults, we've had experiences that, you know, we've maybe worked with people that don't align or people that don't vibe at the same level or don't prioritize our purpose at the same level. And we get to constantly choose and evaluate and adjust that. Okay. And the thing is too, I want you to start thinking about like a child and what that means as I lead into the second example. So my second foray or experience as an entrepreneur was in Girl Scouts. So I don't know about you, friend, but I loved my experiences as a Girl Scout, as a brownie, as a junior cadet. And I have so many experiences with, with Girl Scouts from the Girl Scout troops, my mom being a co-leader, the meetings after elementary school that we had in this incredible clubhouse, the ways that we got to do community service, the badges, which were like badges of honor and getting recognized, Girl Scout camp and putting mayonnaise in my hair to soften it, and our oatmeal on my face. And let's not forget about world famous Girl Scout cookies. And if you look at or listen to the examples I just gave you, you guys, those are such pillars of who I am today. So that's another thing I want you to challenge yourself on how you create it like a boss is what ways were evident of your gifts, talents, and abilities and the parable of the talents or the parable of the sower as you were growing up. Okay. So specifically with entrepreneurship and Girl Scout cookies, the first year that I got exposed to Girl Scout cookies in my troop, I found this incredible teddy bear charm that I fell in love with. And I made up my mind to do whatever it took to get that teddy bear charm. So first I had a desire, okay? a desire to have that teddy bear charm. Two, I made a decision that no matter what it took, how long it took, I was going to get that teddy bear charm. So desire and a decision. Two, whether I realized it or not, you guys, I had a mindset of that I would win or I would learn every single step of the way. And so what did I do? I leveraged my natural gifts, talents, and abilities. I decided to go, so again, decision. I decided to go door to door, both by myself, during the day, in our neighborhood, and with my mom, to ask people to buy cookies. I asked my mom and dad for help for them to take the cookie sheet to work. I asked other people to also help me. So I was leveraging my community. I was testing different possibilities. I was thinking limitlessly. I was showing up joyfully, lovingly, and enthusiastically. enthusiastically. And every no I knew was leading me closer to a yes. And guess what? 
I ended up selling and exceeding those 200 plus boxes and I still have that teddy bear charm today. Friends, so what do I want you to take from this episode before how I started as an entrepreneur through a lemonade stand, through Girl Scout cookies, and through then later limitlessly showing up as a 9, 10, 11 year old in babysitting, in you know doing different odd errands for people that I met in communities that we were at, you know, at different points, whether it was, you know, at the Belvedere in Houston, Texas, or later on during different things is I want you to challenge yourself and I invite you to think like a child in limitless possibilities, being joyful, being loving, being enthusiastic. I can't remember who it was that said the quote. I think it was maybe Winston Churchill, but don't like shoot the messenger if I have it wrong at this you know moment that I'm doing this off the cuff episode is Something to the effect of enthusiasm is the is uh, something to the effect of showing up over and over and over without lack of enthusiasm. And yes, we may have a moment. Yes, we may have you know a slight shift, but remind yourself to shift that mindset, okay? And think of your why. And think of your reasons to show up. So for example, I think of my natural gifts, talents, and abilities that are creator and God-given. And you may want to tune into my series on faith series on Warrior Woman of Faith earlier this year and or dive deep into my fitlifecreation.com backslash freebies on how passion plus purpose equals profits. Where I dive into, you know, your, what you love your gifts, talents, and abilities, how you want to spend or invest your time, how you want to make an impact and much, much more in a five-part video series I filmed in Cuba, which blows up my own brain. Then you want to think about that mindset of you win or you learn. And back to what I highlighted earlier, that desire and that decision. And you guys, I have over seven whys that keep me going day after day or moment after moment. And yes, I may take some hours or I may take a day to unplug or to pour self-love or to reframe my mind or to take a day off, whatever the case is. But those seven whys drive me to where I know I will never, ever, ever quit to help creators and mission-based brands create it like a boss, a life and business they love with freedom. My mission and my vision is to help over a million people, okay? And so much more that's tied to that, whether it's giving goals, whether it's, you know, things like helping in homelessness that I've talked about in prior episodes. I just ran a 5K in that honor. And collectively in Atlanta, we all raised over $300,000 towards that vision and mission about two weeks ago. So it's A, being and becoming who I'm created to be as far as my whys. It's making myself proud, making that that little girl proud, that five-year-old, two-year-old, seven-year-old Katrina. It's making my family proud. It's helping, you know, the creator like you that's showing up, whether it's on the podcast or in the course, or in our fractional CMO programs, or influencer management, or create it monthly, whatever that is for you. And I encourage you to dive deep with my bit.ly, 
www.bit.ly backslash create it like a boss. That's also on my Instagram at Katrina Julia Fit. That's aligning to to help people create it online, to help people create it mission-based brands and get results like 10X, 25X, 100 plus X on reach and our revenue. Results I've gotten with brands like six to eight figures, you guys. Results like just doing a project with Google and doubling my income in February, which is blowing my brain and is inviting new levels and new fears that I'm uncovering or unleashing to stay safe, stable, and secure. Like, don't think any of this comes without deep dives into faith, into mindset work, into journaling, into prayer, into being in programs myself and into helping create that impact of giving back to help and homelessness and cancer vets and battered women with freedom all along the way. Freedom in expression, freedom in time, freedom in location, which I've, I've gotten to freedom in community. Freedom and finances, which I'm not there yet, but that is the final pillar while still staying true to myself and freedom to be me and still constantly revisiting things that come up and lessons learned. Whether it's expanding in communities locally in Atlanta and online with organizations like ATL Girl Gang, ATL Rising Women, Buckhead Business Association, the Lola, and more. Whether it's evaluating where I'm aligned to community or where maybe I'm not valued or maybe there's not the level of community or priorities that I want and I desire. And then recognizing that within myself and making the decision with love that, hey, do I want to stay continued aligned to this community? And then communicating that with love. And then seeing if it's valued and heard and acted upon and then saying no where, you know, things don't align. And then also evaluating, you know, where maybe I've chosen to do things out of a volunteer basis with, you know, hopes or desire to align to align community, but then testing and evaluating to see if that's coming or not coming. And then freely choosing if, you know, if it's something, you know, or different opportunities or different things I say no to or step away from after I give it the time that I believe is the adequate time. You know, and that's part of what I, you know, was mentioning earlier. It's the adulting part, but it's, it's, or not, but it's, and it's also recognizing, you know, let, let's evaluate things from a calm state. Let's evaluate things from an aligned state. Let's evaluate and communicate things from a calm state and then see how people respond or don't respond, you know, and if that's a criteria for you to continue on and then, you know, adjusting or moving different, depending on what it is you desire. Like for me, it's a deep desire to be aligned to two incredible creative creators and mission-based brands that are equally as passionate about their brand, their organization, their firm, what they're creating that they love. And it shows through their actions that they are accountable, that they prioritize, that they're purposeful, that they're intentional and realizing when those things trigger me and then realizing where, you know, sometimes I take a step back and then I'm unapologetic about how I then move forward and what I choose to engage and or co-create in or not. 
And that's perfectly okay, you guys. That's part of testing to see like, hey, are these my people? Or are these not my people? Or will they become my people? You know, and that's part of when I look back on, you know, being in corporate, you know, years ago is, you know, where I allowed or invited or accepted or thought that, quote unquote, I had no choice but to work in X environment or with Y people. We always have a choice. It is 2023, ladies and gentlemen. We just passed a global pandemic where people were confined or chose to be confined in their homes for a time. I left the end of 2020 to travel globally. I refused to endure. Like, I'm so grateful to God for what I overcame and how I grew 2020 when I was in Atlanta. But I made a decision and freely chose to refuse to continue to be isolated in an apartment in a city that continued to have isolation or restriction. I traveled through three continents, 10 countries. That tells you alone about the freedom and the power of choice and how I choose to be limitless. And I choose to create that. And does that come without struggle and resistance? Absolutely not. Of course there is resistance. Of course there's elevation. Of course, there is resistance into new levels of mindsets and how I'm rewriting my neural pathways. But I refuse to choose to stay stagnant. I refuse to stay aligned to fear. I refuse to accept, allow, or invite things that don't, don't align. I choose to invite or see like, hmm, will this align? Will this change? Will this shift? Like, how is it that this person, quote unquote, or this organization still doesn't get this after five years, 10 years, 15 years, you know, in a particular role or position or organization or firm? Not everyone has the same brain we do, friends. And then we get to choose, will I continue to stay aligned here? Or is this only for a season? Or will I step back? Or will it change? Because everyone always has the power to change, but not everyone chooses to do that. Because keep in mind, everyone has their own motivations, their own fears, their own insecurities, their own doubts, their own disbeliefs. Like so many times, and myself included, you know, and as I've broken through into, you know, more and more of an abundance and limitless and co-creative mindset and community, I see where people think limitless. You know, I, I see where people either think limitlessly with abundance or they think with scarcity, doubt, disbelief, fear, you know, me, 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 ego, 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 it's all about me versus the betterment of, you know, a community, the betterment of an organization, the betterment of impact, whether that it's, you know, that is through money, that is through ongoing engagements, through sponsorships, through placements, through, you know, online courses, through a show, whatever that is, depending on the scenario or the environment that you're in. You know, and I plant seeds, like I joke, but not joke. I'm, you know, I'm always in co-creation and I'm a gardener. I plant, I sow, I reap, I harvest. And I constantly speak over, you know, the parable of the sower talks about being great soil. It says good soil, but I've changed it to great soil. Or I like to say great because I feel like it's just a more powerful word. Or some of my favorite words are unfathomable or illuminating or captivating. 
that when we are great soil and we are planting from a state of all the things I'm talking about on this episode to create it like a boss as an entrepreneur, creator, brand, firm, agency, whatever you are, whatever your role is, when we, when we are great soil and we are being the best human being with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, but still challenging others to elevate. When we are the great soil and we are planting all the things, we will reap a harvest 30, 60, 100 fold, but we don't necessarily always know where that harvest will come from. So for example, this podcast is a place I plant. And last year we got top 100 in marketing on iTunes and our Spotify. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is a place I plant. You know, Instagram is a place I plant. My email is a place I plant. YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, you know, and all the automation and scaling that I do with different tech and tools and teams, which you can definitely check out at the Create It Like a Boss, you know, in the 75 plus tools and or Create It Monthly if you choose to co-create with us in that community. But I don't always know what's going to bloom the fastest, the soonest. And so that is the beauty of it is I'm planting, you know, or recently I'm in the process of potentially aligning to Society X and co-creating, you know, content there. I just submitted a submission for the Home Depot backyard in Atlanta to co-create an event, Fitness Users with Fashion, that I co-created before several years ago with an apartment community in Atlanta, but now I'm thinking, hmm, how can I leverage more community? How can I leverage more, you know, more creators? How can I leverage a platform that already exists? You know, a platform that already has hundreds of thousands of emails. How can I leverage other fitness instructors and other sponsors, yada, 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 make it easier. Amplify, simplify to amplify. You know, those are just two of the examples of things that I'm doing this week or, and, or have already done. And I'm, you know, taking right now B-School again for the third time. You know, I talked about I'm in numerous communities. And again, I share a lot of these on 75 plus tools on the show. And then also on, you know, the blog post that's at the bit.ly, the create it like a boss bit.ly. And, you know, B-School, I'm in B-School now with Marie Forleo for the second year. And actually it's now the first year as a whole that I've been involved and engaged in B-School. But in that one year, I'm now going through the content and app and applying it. So listen to what I'm saying. Stop listening and just being paralyzed by inaction out of fear and start to create it like a boss. Every action leads to clarity, leads to more ideas, leads to results. It increases your confidence or like I say, your confidence. Like that is one of the things I keep speaking that the creators and the uh, communities that are aligned to the brand, they are creating it and they are ready to create it because I've seen way too many coaches, brands, communities, you know, all the things, accept people in their programs and not hold them to create it. And I refuse. If I have somebody in a program and in a month they have not taken at least three actions, I'm sorry, I'm going to tell you like you can't continue. Because no, like it's going to mess up the vibe. No, you have, we have got to create it. It is 2023. Like stop allowing fear to stop you. 
stop it. Like that is all I'm going to tell you. Like, stop it. Have a moment, have a day, cry, journal, get it out, move, take action, create it like a boss. Literally, this is where I give you the tough love because yes, fears come out all the time out of me. Like, do you think that it wasn't the case with me getting a project with Google? Like they literally came from heaven. I just shared about it on my Instagram and I'll share about an upcoming episode. You think me getting to a result like doubling my income this month and then my income this year is radically different than it was by this time last year? Do you think that did not come with a lot of overcoming and a lot of action in spite of? It is not about you, friend. It is about the people that you get to serve, the people that are waiting for you to show up. That is another thing that drives me radically. Because just like the people that impacted me, like Brendan Bruchard or Tony Robbins, you know, I've been in their programs for years. Or Marie Forleo or Jasmine Starr. If they had not shown up in their power, despite their fear, doubt, and disbelief, I would not be where I'm at today. You would not be listening to this. Ingrid Romero being part of their, like, fat, their fitness team doing my fitness shows, losing over 55 pounds, the list goes on and on. And you get to be that for somebody if you show up, if you create it. This episode went a lot longer than I thought. I like, these are the episodes where I let myself riff and go off like the story time and or the unscripted because a lot of the other ones are either re or a lot of my content on the show, I would say over 75% of it is repurposed from my YouTube channel and or voiceover from my blog with additional, you know, riffs or, you know, me going, you know, off script, you know, as I'm led to. Um, but these, like this one is completely off the cuff. Speaking of off the cuff, I meant to say this in the beginning, but forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, because I usually do these in the beginning, but I was just reminded. I wanted to share one of my recent, recent uh, reviews from Leslie Gaudet. She shared, I'm so obsessed with this podcast. Thank you so much, Katrina. I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I was given to provide a creator snapshot. I've been enjoying listening to the creator snapshot episodes, as well as the 75 plus tools and resources to create a life and business you love from the boardroom to bikinis and the power of story sharing and why story sells. And I'm excited to have such an amazing show to listen to when I take my much needed breaks during the day. Definitely a gem of a find. Leslie is amazing. You guys, I connected with Leslie via the We Women Entrepreneurs Network, where I'm on every single Wednesday, for the most part, 90% of the time. And definitely listen to her creator snapshot if you haven't yet. Friends, speaking of, leave a review on the show so I can shout you out too. Drop your um, Instagram handle and or your website, and I'll mention that too. That's in Leslie's episode as well. And um, tag me on stories at Katrina Julia Fit, at Fit Life Creation, at Limitless Global Girl, whichever one. And as always, friends, remember, create, transform, and inspire because you are born to.